Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Look at us on this Wednesday, the 22nd day of January, 2020. My name, it would be Nick. There's Big J right there. Yeah. And no matter what, you can't deny that we're here. We are present and accounted for. Yeah. How was the Tuesday? Was it a quality one for you? Yeah, you betcha. Did you get a lot of work done? I did. Do you feel behind the eight ball? No. Good. Sometimes in short weeks you complain about it being a little bit more uh, overwhelming work-wise. But it doesn't appear to be that way this week for you? I mean, I haven't been getting here a half hour earlier. Oh. So So I don't know. Working harder and longer. To make up for it? Yeah. So yes. Yeah, okay. But not overwhelming. I'm not complaining about it, though. Good. That's what we like to hear around these parts. Hopefully you won't complain either because we have exactly zero concert announcements on the show today, unlike yesterday, Boo! in which we brought two. But we are bringing a friend to the party. Uh, Dorothy going to be on the show a little bit later on this morning. She's calling in in the 7 o'clock hour. Yay! Talking about her new album as well as a procedure that she has gone through recently and healing up from about breast implant sickness. And she wants to get the word out. We want to help her do exactly that. So it'll be awesome to welcome on Dorothy back into the program. It's been a while, and it'll be good to hear from her again. Hopefully she is doing all right. We'll get a full breakdown around 7.45 or so. We have tickets to give away over the course of the show today. Stone Temple Pilots tickets will be given away. Big J had to run and pick up tickets yesterday. How did that yeah, go? Good. But now we officially have Reverend Horton Heat tickets in-house. We do. Wonderful. And that's at the Olympic venue coming up here on the 29th, so... Uh, not too far away, about a week away, as a matter of fact. We want to make sure you're going to that show as well. And all sorts of cool things happening over the course of the show today, but we should probably get started with a little thing we like to call ACDC. It's shot down in flames right now on the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, I know you're thirsty for likes on your Instagram profile, and so here's a reminder from Rowan University. Stop using filters on your photos you understand i don't rowan university researchers found that using filters in particularly photos of yourself lead to actually fewer likes from users as opposed to unfiltered photos scientists suggest that personalizing a photo in order to get more likes you can do that by like revealing your job your hobbies or your your economic status in the uh, image so like for your instance you would do hashtag rich or rich af or hashtag poor The study author says that using filters to improve how you look makes you come off as ingenuine by others on Instagram, which could lead to fewer people wanting to interact with you. I don't want to talk to fake Big J. I want to talk to the real Big J. How do I do that? Good luck. Good luck. There is no real Big J. (laughs) It's all a, a figment of your imagination. Oh, God. It's amazing how, uh, ridiculous things like that tend to be. Right? Yeah. It's just a little thing sometimes that can make people not click that heart or click the heart. It's very, very strange. We are a shallow and troubled society. Frankly, I don't give a damn. Derek Jeter and Larry Walker were elected into baseball's Hall of Fame on Tuesday. Big J, you're a baseball expert. Your thoughts on these two getting in? Well, uh, let's see. I think we need to find whoever the one person was that didn't vote for Derek Jeter. It's and be like, what the hell, man? Hall of Fame votes are so dumb. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Larry Walker, uh, to get, I think this is the last shot at getting in. I never really thought of Larry Walker as a Hall of Famer, however. I'll say that. Like, when he played, I was never like, there's one of the greatest of my generation. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but there, you know, there's in-between guys, too. 
Yeah, but like Hall so of Fame was like greatest of all time, and I never was like. I mean, even when Larry Walker was playing, I'm like, he's maybe in the top twenty of players that played while he was playing. I'm happy for him. Make no mistake about it. Happier yet that he was wearing a SpongeBob SquarePants shirt during all the interviews. Yeah, that part is really strange. But uh, I, I was never really like uh, blown away by him, kind of a thing. Um, I'm always happy anybody gets into the Hall of Fame. It's just he never struck me as a Hall of Famer. So. Well, there you go. Uh, but he got in his last year for sure. Uh, Derek Jeter, yeah, as Big J mentioned, just one vote of a unanimous vote into the Hall of Fame. Uh, but, you know, it's also th- that never happened. I mean, even Babe Ruth wasn't a unanimous Hall of Famer. It's a weird thing. The only guy that's ever been unanimous is Mariano Rivera. That's the only time it's ever happened in Hall of Fame history. So there's a lot of no-brainer Hall of Famers. For some reason, there's always somebody that's got an agenda or wants to make the news or something. Uh, but either way, Jeter spent his entire 20-year career as a Yankees shortstop. He's a 14-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glove winner, Rookie of the Year, five World Series rings. Walker was the right fielder for the Expos, Rockies, and Cardinals. You probably remember Moth, however, as a Rocky, right? Most oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, he was a five-time All-Star. He uh, won the NL MVP in 1997 and led the majors in batting average when he was with the Rockies. Of course, there's the whole Coors Field talk about that as well. But uh, a good career, without a doubt, and now a Hall of Fame career. So congratulations to Larry Walker and little Derek Jeter. Big J, while most of the Hollywood hit the party circuit following the Screen Actors Guild after Joaquin Phoenix won for Best Actor, you know what he did? Oh, man. What'd he do? He head to the slaughterhouse. He's a big-time vegan, you know? And so he wanted to get the word out about how uh, the mistreatment of animals happens. And so he went to a pig slaughterhouse and started taking footage of pigs in a slaughterhouse so that maybe it would talk you into not eating meat. Who let him in there? I'm not sure how that happens. Uh, But, you know, I imagine it's... Yeah, come on in. Bash our industry. It's cool. Well, it may be one of those things where it's like, oh, man, is that Joaquin Phoenix from, from... The Joker. Yeah. Come on in. Smoke some cigarettes. And he came in and started taking some videos, and uh, and he wanted people to stop eating bacon. Big J, will it work? No, all right. no, none of this is gonna work. Everybody who we all know, it's we've not made that moral right. decision, and it might suck for some, but that's just the way it is. It's the way it is. Now, will this end your support of him for Best Actor? No, because absolutely not. It's got nothing to do with his performance. A vocal vegan. Okay, just making sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. That is Nickelback, Side of a Bullet, your Send Nude Song of the Day here on 100.3 The X Rocks. It is the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And get ready, Big J, because you're about to see a bunch of stuff everywhere. A little teeny tiny babies, dude. Yeah, yeah, baby Yoda is all the rage for the Mandalorian. But I'll be honest, I did not expect Nick to see baby Jabba the Hutt. Uh, well, I mean, it is how popular and trendy things go. People take things that are popular and appropriate them into their own little thing to try to promote something. And this is just an artist rendering trying to promote some artwork that he's doing. And he made a picture of a baby job of the hut. And it was just a, a big fat blob of a baby. Yeah, yeah. And it still should be murdered. Take it easy. It's just a cartoon. And it's also a baby you're talking about. Yeah, but it's baby that will become job of the hut. Are you equating, like, the Jabba the Hutt to the Baby yes. Hitler argument? Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm not sure. If, did Jabba the Hutt have a reign of terror that is equal to I mean, Hitler? yeah, to a little degree. I mean, did you not see that thing that he had slaves on and no, he I would saw, randomly, you know, execute people? There's a lot of people? bad people out there, for sure. But I'm not sure that that means they need to be murdered when they're babies. I think there's a, there's a bit of a... Of a <laughs> 
there that you are trying to equate, but I understand what you're saying. Jabba the Hutt did not grow up to be a bad person. Also, he got his in the end, don't forget. Sure, sure, but... Uh, and like, it was Leia that killed him, which is even more badass than anything. So. I suppose you're correct, uh, but, uh, you know, I just really didn't think that that... Spoilers for... Would, uh, would would come to fruition here, but you, as you are saying now that you can expect more baby stuff. Listen, I can't go... baby... Uh, yeah, there's going to be Baby Luke's, there's going to be Baby uh, Leia's, Baby Vader. Baby Vader's. There already is a Baby Vader, if you look hard enough. And uh, But, I mean, I can't go anywhere right now. Like, I was at Barney yesterday, and there's a gigantic picture of Baby Yoda plugging their specialty cocktails there. See, I, mean, I don't like mind every, that. Oh, I don't mind that. I don't understand where your problem is. Because that's Baby Yoda. Okay. That's you, the original. I mean, that. listen, that one thing set everything off for Baby Yoda. So, I don't mind... The baby baby Yoda representation throughout the rest of the world. Right, but you know who does, It'll right? It'll run its course. Disney. Disney, the, did you see them shutting down the Etsy stores that are that are trying to do anything God, with baby? God, what's wrong they with you? They are shutting it down. They don't want anybody else profiting on anything they do. So I'm guessing if they would happen to walk into Bar Day, they probably would be very happy. You can't control that. Oh, but they're trying. I know, but you should be reveling in this. This is the best thing that's happened to you in a long time. I, you know, they don't screw up very often, but I'm, the more this goes on, the more I feel like they really kind of dropped the ball in how popular Baby Yoda was going to be. No, well, I don't think they dropped the ball. They were, but you wanted to keep that thing uh, locked down. Yeah, but still, I mean, the, the series is over. The first season yeah, is done. Yeah, but it takes time to get that stuff into production. But it's not like it's... I mean, they, they spent $5 million on a Muppet for the thing. They had to know this thing was going to run its course through it, and it, they were hoping it was going to be popular, right? I mean, they don't have anything about the Mandalorian. They've got a couple of Mandalorian t-shirts, but no Baby Yoda stuff. I just feel like it's... I mean, they're, they're going to make their money either way, but this seems more like a biff than a planned strategic marketing strategy to me. Uh, I disagree. I, I think it was a calculated risk in order to keep it uh, on the down low because things are hard to keep on the down low. It's true, but again, you know, it's an eight-week series. Baby Yoda was a secret up until the very last second of the first episode, and then you had seven additional weeks of Baby Yoda in every episode. Yeah, but it takes time. If you've learned nothing by watching yeah, uh, the toys long? that made us, how long it takes for this stuff to happen? Fine, but how long do you think that was in development? I mean, obviously, John Favreau knew Baby Yoda was going to happen pretty early on, right? Again, until they they put that thing out there, they didn't want to take that uh, risk. I don't know, man. I, I mean, that's what Bob Iger said. I yeah, so I'm not buying he's it. He's in charge. I'm not buying it. They had Jar Jar Binks crap by the truckload. But who cared they, about Jar Jar that's Binks? That's my point. Is even if they they weren't sure if people were going to care, they still made a crap ton of stuff. They should have known it would have been popular, and even if they didn't, weren't sure, they should have been ready. But either way, the baby stuff is going to be omnipresent. That's just the way we roll with popular and trendy things. Yeah, I don't mind all the baby Yoda stuff, but baby Jabba, don't make here. Don't make any more baby stuff. Baby Star Wars characters you don't like? You don't want to see a, a pop-up baby Fett? Would you like that? No. Baby Fett? Get it? Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Good news, Big J. All that hemp you're growing in your backyard and in your office could soon be legal. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Is it hemp? Like you have to like do some stuff before it's hemp, right? From the plant. So you shouldn't be don't be growing hemp in the backyard. Unless you want to go to jail for a long time in the state of Idaho. Huh? Not according to new proposed legislation. 
The Senate Health and Welfare Committee yesterday voted to clear the way for a hearing on a bill brought forward by Dorothy Moon from Stanley. The legislation will put into state law and federal law the 2018 Farm Bill. Basically, it, it, federally, it's okay now to grow hemp. You understand? It is illegal still in the state of Idaho, but uh, Dorothy Moon's bill is like, hey, can we get in line with the rest of the country? <laughs> so it would, nice. it would change Idaho law to allow hemp with a small amount of THC to be grown here in Idaho and be okay. Now, right now, Idaho law currently allows no trace of THC. Uh, and so attempts to legalize hemp in Idaho failed last year. We'll see what happens this year. Uh, the Senate voting to at least vote on it is a good thing. We'll see what ends up happening. So maybe, just maybe. Yeah, I don't know enough about uh, hemp and how it's uh, produced to know what that means exactly. Uh, it just means that we're closer to being on the right side of history, maybe. Uh, but we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, of course, the same thing happened last year was voted down, so who knows. But new people in charge, Big J, right? Maybe there's some leeway there. But I won't hold my breath, will you? No, well, maybe they'll see how much money Oregon next door is making. 420% increase at the border. Derek Jeter, Larry Walker are your Hall of Famers in the baseball world. Derek Jeter, one vote shy of a unanimous vote into the Hall of Fame. But he got in. Jeter spent his 20-year career with the Yankees. Won five World Series rings. Was the AL Rookie of the Year back in 1996. 14-time All-Star. Walker was a three-team player. Played for the Expos, the Rockies, and the Cardinals. He was a five-time All-Star and an MVP back in 1997. And pretty good at hitting the ball at Coors Field specifically. And so he is going into the Hall of Fame as well. So just two people getting inducted into the Hall of Fame class this time around for baseball. Way to go. Well, the rumors appear to be true. Eddie McGuire is an Australian broadcaster, and he appears to confirm that ACDC will release a brand new album either next month or in March. Next month? Yeah. With a tour of Australia to follow later on this year. Apparently, Angus Young and longtime vocalist Brian Johnson and Phil Rudd are all likely to participate in the album and the tour. Regarding the hearing issues that forced Johnson out of the group in 2016, he explained after a lot of work and technical research, they've been able to get a hearing aid for Brian Johnson, who will be singing on the tour and on the new album. So he's like every other old guy. Yeah, yeah. With the exception of he doesn't need his lyrics printed out before him. Me? As he's on stage. For now. Rumors have been circulating for nearly two years that ACDC was reportedly recording on a new album based on music that Malcolm Young had left behind as a tribute to the band's fallen leader. Malcolm exited the band in 2014 due to uh, onset dementia and then passed away in 2017. But that's going to get the band back together again. They all rallied around the loss of Malcolm and now it could lead to a new album and a new tour. So... I still haven't seen ACDC. I think I'd really like to, regardless of how old they are, before, you know, if this is their last hurrah, I really would like to go check them out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I love Brian Johnson. Former guest of the show, by the way, Brian Johnson. And love his voice, and it's it always seems like it's a good time. So I'm hoping for good things in the ACDC camp. This is good news as far as I'm concerned. Jay on 100.3 The X Rocks.
Your daily reminder that we as a society are doomed as we head to the internet for today as we're going to Hell Story. Big J, you're our technological expert. Yeah. Explain to the people that are listening to The Morning After with Nick and Big J what TikTok is, if they're not familiar. Well, TikTok is basically the new Vine. So it's uh, it's like a video platform where people post short videos, but it has music a music element to it. And sound element, and I'll tell you this: up until a couple weeks ago, I, you know, I knew of TikTok, but I didn't spend any time with it. Yeah, my kids love it, and so I, I, I got it. I posted my first TikTok, but really, you can literally spend hours flipping through TikToks. Yeah, it's like vines. Yeah, back in the day, and uh, it's probably not surprising to you, nor would it be people familiar with the platform, that there are TikTok superstars, right? People sure, that sure. have an influence on that platform that maybe they don't have everywhere else, just like the refined superstars, people that you had to follow if you were on whatever one of those social networking things that you're on. But essentially, it's just another form of social networking that you can check out interesting videos on if you'd like. Yeah. Well, there is a trend on TikTok that involves testicles, Big J. It's like the latest challenge. Remember back in the day there was planking? Right. Oh, yeah, all that stuff came from Vine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the ice bucket thing, all that kind of stuff came from there. And now TikTok is where the next social media trends are. Man, I haven't seen this. I was watching last night. All right, well, it. get ready. Uh, now. It all goes back to a groundbreaking 2013 study about how mice can taste their own testicles thanks to soy sauce. So now there's a couple of social media bozos that are testing this particular theory. It was led by Regan, who is a TikTok superstar, who has challenged the male social media users to dip their testicles in soy sauce and then taste that soy sauce. It's supposed to, uh, I guess, absorb the flavor of whatever your testicles would taste like. And then make so. you taste them yourself. So that's the new social media challenge. As if soy sauce isn't salty enough. This is my argument, man. It's already salty. That's how would you know? That's what Reagan. That's the that's the video that's gone viral. And by the way, when I say viral, I mean viral. Listen to me. This video has over eight hundred thousand likes. That's not very many. What? Not Almost a million TikTok. likes nah. for one dude that you've never heard of. That's viral. Like it or not. And so, it's one of those deals that has been taken a fire, and now a bunch of people are doing the challenge. There's been over 9,000 responses to the video, uh, and actual, uh, also people doing the challenge. And that's all Regan says once he does it, is he tastes, takes a t- taste of the soy sauce and goes, It's so salty! And... My response to that is, isn't that what soy sauce tastes soy like? Soy sauce is, uh, is salty. I'm not sure how you would be able to tell the difference, but I, I, this is not something that I would want to do. You know what? Why don't you? I'm going to start my own. I'm going to I'm gonna dip mine in sugar. It tastes so sweet. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> what a lucky person. Taste these sweet. I can't say it. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> uh, they're calling it the testy test, in case you're curious. Or uh, I prefer a taste testy, if you will. Uh, and so that's what has gone viral. That's the latest uh, obsession with people checking it out and being a part of things. And this is why things are bad. I, I don't, also, it's just strange that it's all keynoted from a 2013 study. I mean, this is seven years ago. And now here in 2020, it's taken fire on social media uh, because of TikTok. So I look forward to your video, Big J. I'm sure it will be great. Although I'm not on TikTok, you'll have to tell me how it does. Listen, uh, what TikTok is good for me is uh, 
actually has been really mind-blowing because uh, I seem to be getting a lot of, like, deployed members of the military uh-huh. doing TikTok. And it's it's fantastic because you get to see what these people are doing uh, with, with their life and they're out there serving our country. I mean, it sounds silly for me to say that, but uh, it's the truth and I really enjoy it. No, it's great. It, it's probably what the platform should be used for and not people trying to taste their own testicles. If we're being honest. Yeah, ask Marilyn Manson about it. <laughs> He'll tell you. Just give him a second. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Dorothy joins us on the show. That's happening next on the X-Rock. <laughs> that is flawless here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X-Rocks. And we are excited to have on the phone with us right now the lead singer, Dorothy. She is joining us to talk about a bunch of things this morning. Dorothy, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning. Well, for those of you that don't know, the reason I'm here with you guys this morning is to talk about my boobs. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's rare. Uh, we get a shout out to, hey, I want to talk about this. So, Well, hey, yeah, I wanted to say howdy to all the radio stations and talk a little bit about my, my album, Three Vision. I, I'm going to be putting out Plenty of music for you guys in the coming months, but it's really important that I talk about this. I did have implants, and they were making me sick, so I had to get them taken out, and I wanted to talk about it with your uh, with your listeners. Good, good. And, you know, I guess the, the first question comes, how did you at least make the connection personally from, I'm not feeling great to, it had to have been my implants, or that must be the connection I make? You know, it can actually almost drive you crazy, because I kept asking myself, what's wrong with me? I, I never feel good. Um, I had, like, chronic fatigue and depression, insomnia, brain fog, memory trouble. My body was hurting. I could never figure out what was wrong, because... I did have blood work done, and it was normal. Yeah. And uh, it's like I just never made the connection because we all think, oh, breast implants are so common that they're safe, but they're not. And so I started doing some research, and I found HealingBreastImplantIllness.com. And anyone who wants to know anything about this, go to HealingBreastImplantIllness.com. There's a list of symptoms. Here's what happened. I went to the surgeon that put them in, and he feigned compassion and empathy but it wasn't genuine like i totally know what you're going through which made me furious i was like you have absolutely no idea what i'm going through i feel sick all the time and he said you're not going to like the way your breasts look if i take them out and at this point for me it was like but i'm slowly dying that's what it feels like and there's no option they have to come out and uh, other doctors are booked out a year in advance now because women are flocking to get their implants taken out. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I've, I have to imagine, you know, obviously you going through that, you probably find a bunch of other stories out here, and it's way more common than probably people think, right? I get a lot of messages on Facebook, on Instagram, and I've been chatting with uh, top model Adrian Curry. She just did it. Yeah. So we're very, very, very close in surgery date, so it's really important to uh, look into this if you suspect you might have it because a friend of a friend of mine now has, you know, lymphoma, the silicone leaked into her bloodstream, Ugh. and she's she yeah. screwed. And forgive yeah. me my ignorance about this, Dorothy. Does does it matter about like around the time that you got the implants in, or is this something that you can you can start feeling regardless of when the surgery originally was done? It's a very good question. So I talked to a lot of doctors, and I talked to my doctor in depth about this, and uh, the symptoms tend to arise around the ten year mark, seven okay. to ten year mark. I feel from what I know is whenever you put a foreign object in the body, you trigger an immune, autoimmune response from the body that wants to fight 
whatever is inside you. It doesn't happen to every woman, but it happens to an overwhelming number of women, enough to where it's a, a problem. And the, the implant themselves don't have to rupture for the products to leak into your body. And you should look up some of the chemicals and ingredients in these implants. I mean, there's cleaning agents in them. It's disgusting. So how long do you think uh, you'll start feeling maybe some, some you know, uh, results from, from that on, on the other aspect of the, the mental part that, that you were talking about, some of the fog and, and whatnot? I'm going to be honest. So 95% of women report feeling better after having their implants taken out. I immediately felt not a physical weight lifted off of me, but a mental, emotional weight lifted off of me. As soon as I, you know, came out of surgery and the following days, you can get a little bit of depression after surgery and a feeling of loss because it's so invasive, it's a little bit traumatizing. So uh, there's, there's a lot of healing that goes into this. So I'm looking forward to, you know, two weeks post-op and then three, four, six weeks, six weeks when I can start boxing again and running. And so I think the depression comes from sitting around, not being able to do not being able to play guitar, you know, not being able to go sing in the studio, those things. Dorothy is joining us on the phone talking about uh, her, her breast implant illness that she's had. Dorothy, give the website one more time. If people have some questions about it, maybe they can get some answers, the one that, that helped you a little bit. Yeah, healingbreastimplantillness.com. Beautiful. And in 10 days on post-op, can you, can you feel the difference, at least a, a little bit of one from like a physical standpoint at least? I mean, I know there's a I'm, lot of healing going on, but... There's a lot. I'm sore. Uh, I can't use my arms as much. In the beginning, you really can't move. Um, you're kind of laying around. You have to get up to walk. But overall, yeah, I have a really good feeling about moving forward. And I think that this was the right decision. Now, have you have you um, made some new music before this it, it has started? And yeah. I, I'm imagining that this would also play into some, some music that you would want to write because, you know, you know, that's what you do. Well, yeah, now definitely. I think it's going to, the emotional journey I'm going through is definitely wonderful inspiration for music. I, I got to work with Keith Wallen. And he's <laughs> in Breaking Benjamin, and he's an incredible songwriter. And I got to work with Justin Hawkins from The Darkness. Also, like, his guitar solos are unreal. Stevie DeCane from uh, Buckcherry. So I've been writing with some really wonderful people, um, digging into who's going to produce the album. And I think that you guys are going to be very happy with this. Well, I know I, I can't wait for sure. Do you have a timetable? Healing comes first and foremost, but but anything where you're like, I want to get it done by, say, end of year, or what are you thinking? Yeah, the album's coming out this year. Um, the goal is to, you know, jump on a tour in the summer, fall, or headline. Uh, the goal here is to put out a really smashed single for you guys as soon as possible. So I'll be healing for a couple weeks, and then I'm looking at single after single this year. I'm putting out music. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, listen, selfishly, uh, rock is a better place. Music is a better place with you in it. So uh, thank you for uh, for sharing your thank story you. with us. And sh thank you for healing up and get better. And, and we look forward to hearing new Dorothy as soon as we can. More importantly, thank uh, thanks for the courage in coming out and, and really jumping on this and, and telling people how you feel. Because so often people don't do that and they might want to go hide and just pretend like it never happened. But you want to you know, help other people who might be feeling this way. And I applaud you for that courage. Absolutely. It took me a long time to really put the puzzle pieces together and, and go, oh, my God, I think it's my implants. You know, that's that's a very confusing thing to go through so i'm happy to talk about it and if anybody wants to come talk about it on my social media you know where i'm at 
you know, Instagram is at Dorothy. Find me on Facebook. Twitter is at it's Dorothy Sucka. Come chat with me. I'll answer your questions. I love my fans. We love you guys. And thank you guys so much for supporting us, really. Happy to do it. Thank yeah. you for telling your story. Thank you for making time for us while you are healing. And uh, we'll be here ready for music when you are ready to give it to us. So uh, be well and heal up. All right, Dorothy? I'll be back soon. I love you guys. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you can't deny it. Tattoos are popular. You understand? Yeah, man. In fact, uh, Randy's gonna be talking to Ink Master folks here locally tonight. That's right. Former your tattoos featured on a national reality television program. So it probably shouldn't surprise you how big tattoos have become as a business over the last couple years. In fact. In the last calendar year, the world of tattoo has become a $3 billion industry. Do you understand? Holy jeez. And if you're a tattoo artist, they are saying, guess where you're missing out? If you don't have an Instagram page, my friend. Oh, boy. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, CNBC is reporting that tattoo parlors got as many as 70% of their new clients from Instagram or friend referrals. Those are the two. For some places, that number climbed as high as 90% of their all their new business came from online. More than one-third of people aged 25 to 29 have tattoos, and many post about them on Instagram, which of course drives others to find the artists and also influences people to get tattoos themselves. This in turn feeds other industries that are growing nearly as fast, tattoo removal of course as well. But Big J, have you ever been on Instagram and go, you know what, I need to get another tattoo? Yeah, yeah. In fact, uh, I follow somebody who's... They do amazing, amazing portrait work, and I'm like, that would be cool, but it would cost a fortune. Oh yeah, yeah. The one, th- I mean, there's a reason why it's a three billion dollar right. industry. <laughs> right? It ain't cheap, baby. It is not cheap. What are you? What kind of portrait are you kicking around? Well, I don't know. The stuff this dude can make uh, is is crazy. You still so. want to do the Thor Captain America one? Yeah, yeah. But you haven't landed on design you're happy with yet, right? Yeah, no. But I mean, I think this person could. Uh... Is he local or she? No, no, no. No. Where are you talking? Uh, I believe he's out of L.A. Do you know his name? Nah. It's a long name. It's it's not his name. It's like a combination thing, so... Just some guy? I believe his name is Chris, though. We'll call him Chris the Tattoo Guy. How about that? Derek Jeter Larry Walker were elected into baseball's Hall of Fame yesterday. Jeter fell just one vote short of a unanimous vote by the Baseball Writers Association of America. Mariano Rivera still the only gentleman to be unanimously voted into the Hall of Fame on his first try. Larry Walker was entering his last year into the actual obligation of getting in the voting ballot, and he got it done. You need 75% of the vote in order to get in. He got 76.6. Basically, six guys or ladies got him into the Hall of Fame. It's always one of those things that always has been weird to me, too, about the Hall of Fame. Is like, if you're not close, how do you get closer as it goes on? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very strange to me how that works. But baseball is a weird sport. Congratulations to both those gentlemen as they will get into the Hall of Fame. If you are a System of a Down fan, I imagine your frustration is pretty high about no new music coming from that band. But you've got Scars on Broadway, of course. Uh, that is Darren's band from System of a Down. And now Shavo has a new band. It is called North Kingsley. No relation to Ben. Uh, sir, uh, basically, Shavo said that uh, he uh, released the band's name on social media, adding that new music is coming soon. Of course, uh, John Dolomans' own signed project, These Gray Men, filmed a new music video over the weekend featuring Avenged Sevenfold singer M. Shadows. So now you've got two side projects from System of a Down 
getting new music coming out very soon. And, of course, Scars on Broadway's out there. Serge Tankian's got his solo stuff. So you're getting it. It's just not new system of a doubt. Is it enough to keep you happy? Uh, no. Exactly. Absolutely not. We need new system of a doubt. Figure it out, guys. Tired of talking about it. I love the reunion shows. Love the tours. But let's get some music going. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we're going to get you tickets here. Stone Temple Pilots coming to the Knitting Factory February 8th. It's a Saturday, friends. We're going to get you set up with tickets. You just need to beat Nick here in Pop Culture Smackdown today. Should be relatively easy. 208-287-1003 if you think you got what it takes to grab these tickets. Big J's got some questions. Let's see if you can give some answers. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hey, man. What's your name? Jay. All right. Good luck to you, man. Which state is nicknamed the Mount Rushmore State? Uh, Montana. Wrong. That is not correct. That is incorrect. Sorry, sir. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. You need to answer this question from Big J correctly. Which state is nicknamed the Mount Rushmore State? South Dakota. There you go. Right. Good answer. Uh, Nick, which actor made his debut as James Bond in the film Casino Royale in 2006? (laughs) Daniel Craig? Yeah, Daniel Craig. Thank you. I okay. thought I'd give you one question today. Uh, which cult TV show from the 90s featured David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson and was resurrected in 2016? The X-Files. Correct. Right. Nick, what was the name of Zorro's horse? Uh, how about Alpha? No, man. Wrong. You didn't even try. I don't know anything about Zorro. I've never watched a movie, a TV show, nothing. You never watched Zorro as a kid? No. No, never watched Zorro. Never watched the George Hamilton Zorro. Never watched the Antonio Banderas Zorro. What the hell is wrong with you? What is it? It's, do you know what it is? No, he doesn't. Um, no. Yeah. Tornado. Tornado. Right. Tornado it is. Congratulations, sir. Stone Temple Pilots tickets are yours for their acoustic performances. I was, at I was Factory. pretty sure you weren't going to know that. On the 8th, you were right. I know nothing about Zorro. I can't believe you've never watched Zorro. No, no. It never just never, as a kid? No, on Disney? The whole... It never really appealed to me. That wasn't in my wheelhouse. I wasn't into the sword fighting or the uh, the horseback riding or any of that stuff. That was for some Man. other kid, not me. I was, uh, I was watching... Uh, DuckTales and uh, other cartoons as a kid. Explains a lot. Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your pop culture smackdown run of headlines next on the X-Rocks. Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday happening Friday morning, 9 o'clock, xrock.com. You can get $50 to Bonefish Grill, your local seafood destination in Boise for only $25. They provide exceptional service through an innovative menu, seasonal specials, and highest quality and fresh ingredients. So check it out for yourself. 50 bucks worth of Bonefish Grill for only 25 Half Price Friday. XRock.com, Friday, 9 o'clock in the morning. Headlines are as follows, Big J. That's illegal. Forgot something and interesting. Forgot something? Thieves are supposed to be stealthy and cat-like if you believe the movies, but... They're not always that way in real life, my friend. In South Australia, police shared a Facebook post saying that three under-construction homes were burglarized early Monday morning in Wallaroo, and the thief was caught on camera stealing something from each house. What that thief was stealing? Dishwashers, Big J. Jeez, man. Is there big money in dishwashers? I didn't think there was. 
Like, they're not like overly expensive either, right? So preparing them maybe. Uh, but then things got sour because uh, when he was trying to make his clean getaway with the dishwashers in the back of his pickup truck, he ended up in the wheel of his truck hitting a curb and all three dishwashers fell out and fell in the middle of the street and the guy didn't know where they fell and so he just kept rolling. And so he left behind the evidence and now police are trying to identify the suspect who not only stole or tried to steal three dishwashers but then left them behind as well after his truck hit a curb. That goes to show you, man, you gotta be a good getaway driver too, right? Yeah, maybe tie those things down. <laughs> He's in a hurry, dude. So one man job he did was him and Dolly in a pickup truck. He had to get the hell out of Dodge. And it just didn't work out for him. That's illegal or interesting? Interesting. More than four in five Americans get more excited about Valentine's Day than they do so for Christmas. Big J, what do you think about that? Uh, weird. Unexpected. This Hallmark holiday tops the charts among Americans. 81% of people get excited about February 14th, while just 68% say they get excited for the holiday season. Now more than ever, people are celebrating love with all kinds of different things and all kinds of different ways. 56% look at Valentine's Day as a way to show everybody that they love some appreciation. 28% plan to celebrate Valentine's Day with their pet. That's weird. And 51% plan on celebrating with their children. 59% plan on commemorating a love-filled holiday with their nearest and dearest friends. But only 33% will take off of work to celebrate Valentine's Day. Which makes sense. That's, that still seems high. Yeah. What are you doing? Take it off to celebrate Valentine's Day? That's weird. What about you? What? How are you going to celebrate Valentine's Day? Do you know yet? Uh, no, man. Maybe it's a spa day. For you? Well, for the two of us. Oh, a spa a couple spa? Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Today's uh, Valentine's Day. That's on. February 14th. Right. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Oh, it's a Friday. Oh, the wife's got the day off. I might take the day off. I may be one of those percentages. Very nice. You better get it in. See you later. So that I can deny it. Wrap it up with That's Illegal. You might want to blame this guy if you're on a delayed flight soon. Aaron Linehan was arrested by police after allegedly stealing a FedEx truck and then driving it onto the runway at Tallahassee International Airport. After he hit an important piece of equipment used to guide planes, police caught him. And he told him he was just trying to get home, man. I just wanted to get home. I had to steal the FedEx truck. Court documents reveal that he also told officers he did not and didn't know how he got to Tallahassee, but he did remember climbing over some fences until he saw the truck that he ended up stealing. The FedEx truck was significantly damaged. The company will press charges against him. The incident also taking place uh, in an airport means the FAA is involved, so he is on a no-fly list for the rest of the year, which is fantastic. Yay! And, by the way, they also had to restrict the amount of airplanes coming in and out of Tallahassee for the next week because that piece of equipment that he damaged was pretty important to guiding planes into where they needed to go. Dude. So he screwed up a whole system just by jacking a truck and then hitting something. I think all the people who got delayed at an airport that would love to beat the crap out of that dude. Sorry, we can't get you to your destination. Some kook just grabbed a car and ran out on the runway. Sorry. Not going to happen. Jesus. What a nightmare. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That is System of a Down, Chop Suey here on the morning after with Nick and Big J at 100.3. The X rocks and dies exactly what we're going to talk about. It is well documented that you want to be cremated to have your ashes scattered near the X transmitter when you go. And in this room. Now, uh, oh, in this (laughs) room. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, you know what? It's a good bet. It never gets vacuumed, so you'll be here forever. Uh, but, you know, you also have an opportunity, maybe, Big J, if the technology is there, would you be interested in all in, once you pass on, complete cryogenic freezing for you to be thawed out and live at a later date? Would that interest you at all? Yeah, sure. All right. Because uh, the technology has been cracked, at least according to a Russian company called Cryorus. Cryorus. Now, uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar, in the past, cryogenics has been in the news. Uh, Ted Williams comes to mind. Uh, this was a company in Arizona, if you remember. But what they did was they would just lop off your head, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And kept your head and your brain frozen for it to be thought out when the technology was there. Uh, Cryorus is like, listen, that's, that's uh, crazy talk. Why would we do that? What are we, animals? We're going to chop off your head? Right. No. We are going to freeze your entire body and make sure that you're good to go for when the technology happens. We'll thaw you out. We'll get you reanimated. You'll be awesome and ready to go. And we'll just store you in a freezer TFN, basically. Yeah, I'll be the next Unisol. Uh, Exactly. You know, uh, you got to start saving, though, because if you want to do your whole body frozen, uh, it is $36,000. So that gets you in the. It gets that you doesn't spot. seem like a lot compared to a, like a funeral, dude. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, you also have no place to go. Like your family can't visit you in the scientific lab in which you're frozen. You know what I mean? I think a funeral and and like a burial plot and that kind of stuff is more for those that are left behind than the person itself, right? And so what happens is you're <laughs> in this lab forever. And then they'll thaw you out whenever the technology comes around where you could reanimate a corpse and you're good to go. Now, they do have the head option. They're like, listen, it's barbaric. We don't want to do it. But literally half price of that is the head option. For 15 Jeez. for fifteen large, they'll just hack off your head and save it around. And then you put you on it. I mean, I don't know what the end game is for that. Like, put your brain in a different body is the technology or, or put you on a different body? I don't know. Or if it's some sort of weird, like... Um, uh, bot kind of system, you know what I mean? Like you're on like some sort of droid-based technology, like uh, Futurama. Yeah, maybe. But do yourselves all a favor and go to Amazon Prime and watch Dead Heat, okay? <laughs> yes, please. Unrelated to these things, but it's a good movie that you should watch. That's related. Uh, kind of. So if you would like to freeze your whole body for future thought out, you're going to have to start saving. Uh, and they need the money up front. Uh, listen, uh, as long as you don't have to freeze me before I die, I mean, that seems... Right, no, it, but it has to be like, I mean, it's got to be pretty close after. That's the other thing. I mean, there's like, you got like an hour and then that's it because you start to lose brain function, you know? It's bad news bears. I think if I'm dead, I've already lost brain function. That's the, also true. I don't know the technologies. That's also true. Uh, I don't think neither does cry rust, to be perfectly honest. They're just looking to grab 36 red from people as quickly as possible. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Hey, let's get to some tickets. Reverend Horton, he can be playing at the Olympic next Wednesday. We'll set you up with some tickets to go enjoy uh, that psycho Billy Ruckus. It'll be a lot of fun. And uh, you can figure out bad impressions today, which uh, is a group, Nick. It's a group. 208-287-1003 is the phone number that you would like to call if you want to play for these Reverend Horton Heat tickets. Big J's got clues all lined up. Figure out who the group is today. And you're going to go check out Reverend Horton Heat one week from tonight, if all goes well. Good morning, the X. Good morning. How is everybody? We're hanging in there, man. What's your name? Jerry. All right, Jerry. It's a group. It's merely a flesh wound. Uh, 
Blessed are the cheese makers. Uh, We've made movies like Monty Python and the Holy Grail and the life of Brian. You know what? I don't have a clue this morning. Nothing, Jerry? Yeah, I don't blame Nothing. you. Even though uh, Big J actually said the name of it? The life of Brian! In the third clue? That doesn't help? Brian. Brian. No, no, it's not Brian. I try. Good morning, the X. Hello? Hello? Did you hear Big J's clues? No, can I get him again? Wonderful. It's merely a flesh wound? Next. Blessed are the cheese makers. Last one. We've made movies like Monty Python and the Holy Grail and the life of Brian. Sorry, I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, I did give away the, the, the answer. I told you this wouldn't work. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I, the answer's in the third clue. I don't know what else to do. Hello, the X. Well, I was going to say John Cleese, but yeah, Monty Python. Monty Python go. is correct. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for saving uh, us. As Big J has said in the Listen third clue. all the cheese makers. Hang on while we'll get those tickets to Reverend Horton Heat coming your way. Why is Monty Python in the news? Uh, unfortunate uh, reason, uh, that's for sure. Terry Jones, uh, one of the players of the Monty Python Flying Circus, uh, has passed away. You know, he was part with Eric Idle and John Cleese and Graham Chapman. Um, uh, that uh, really did some pretty remarkable and interesting things in comedy. And, of course, uh, he helped direct uh, the Holy Grail movie and Life of Brian and then eventually The Meaning of Life. Exactly. Uh, and, and, you know, it's just it was one of those, like, I guess, first examples of sketch comedy. You know, while it yeah. was definitely uh, an acquired taste and a British thing and for sure. But I remember being exposed to Monty Python as a young kid on the Comedy Channel before it became Comedy Central. It was called the Comedy Channel, and then it was Ha. Do you remember Ha? Yeah, yeah, of course. And so they had they were running reruns of Monty Python, which of course aired when we were small, small children. And I saw them in the '80s, and so uh, that's where I got my first exposure to Monty Python. And then you know the the later sketches like Kids in the Hall and that kind of stuff played off of them. But certainly a huge influence in the world of comedy. Period. Dot the end. And uh, we lost one of the members of Monty Python today. So good job with your bad impressions, Big J. I say huzzah. Blessed all the cheese makers. And we were talking uh, Life of Brian, our favorite Monty Python. Yeah, yeah. And especially for me, like a kid who went to a, uh, you know, a religious institution high school. <laughs> like that should have made me go, oh, my God, this is awful. But I really found the humor in it big time. There you go. Uh, and as should us all. It is a fantastic film. And you should revisit it on the regular. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Theory of a Dead Man, History of Violence, wrapping up the Morning After with Nick and Big J on this 22nd day of January 2020. That's going to do it for us. Thank you to Dorothy for popping by on the show this morning and talking about breast implant illness as well as some new music coming our way this year from her as she is continuing to heal up from her surgery and we wish her the best and certainly uh, give her all the credit in the world for sharing her story on the show this morning, yes? Yeah, absolutely. Good people, that Dorothy, and we wish her the best for sure. Also, congratulations Congratulations to those that won some Stone Temple Pilots tickets today. We gave away some Reverend Horton Heat tickets today. We uh, talked about Baby Yoda and how Big J hates Baby Jabba the Hutt. Wants it gone. There's only one baby in this town. Baby Yoda. There's no encroaching on the baby territory as far as Big J is concerned. It's Baby Yoda or bust. 
and now we know. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't mind getting frozen as long as you are with the promise to be unfrozen at a future date, right? Yeah, so I can live again. Well, I'm not sure to live again, but live still well, later if on. I'm dead. Right. You gotta die before they can I freeze suppose. you. I'm thinking you mean live again like starting over in some capacity. But no, you would just be the well, whatever age you are when you passed away. Listen, that was a, uh, a knee-jerk uh, reaction question. And so uh, now thinking about it more, it would be sad. I wouldn't want to go on without my family. So. Well, if you save a bit of money, they can all come with you. Uh, don't forget, we also have Half Price Friday coming up That'd on... Weird, right? <laughs> yes, it very much would be. At 9 o'clock in the morning for the Boatfish Grill, you can get $50 worth of fun for 25 Make sure you check out xrock.com. Taco Time is also hiring, and it's not your average career. You can learn more and apply online at tacotime.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Ah, I think we, we covered it enough. Then. Everything? Nothing I mean, else you want to add at all? I had something, and it just... Whew. Right out, right out the old brain. Jesus H. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, man. We we got to figure out our uh, our podcast guest. That's right, for we gentlemen. Do. We do. We're gonna watch a Guy Ritchie movie tomorrow night, courtesy of the Cinemark Majestic Theaters. It's gonna be awesome, and we need a podcast guest. Maybe we'll find a way to give it away on the show tomorrow. We'll yeah. That. All right. We'll do that. That's something to look forward to for your Thursday. We will see you then. It is the X Rocks. One hundred point three. The X Rocks.